0: Hello and welcome to livealittlehigher.com We continue learning Hodot Halevavot, duties of the Heart, of Rabbi Bahia Ibn Pakuda and we're in, in chapter 5, uh, the chapter, the gate of wholehearted devotion of all acts and um, we're talking, we've been talking the last weeks about how the Yetzerhara, Hara, the evil inclination is so sneaky that it creates so much doubts inside of our intellect that it can really sway us out of, our, of, out of our our journey or out of our road and take us to other places. And it's very deceiving. So today the, the Rabbi Pakuda is talking about how the tempter the tempter, he's talking about the Yetzer Hara, approaches a learned person. So a person he's talking about a person that is a someone that is learned in Torah, someone that is proficient someone that studies and knows the laws, eh, is tempted by the Yetzer Hara and it says eh, that a person the higher he gets spiritually the Yetzer Hara also grows with the, the, the spiritual part because he has to be leveled eh, So, if a person is proficient in knowledge of God and his Torah, the evil inclination will try to bring ruin upon him and to introduce error into his thinking and practice by way of of objections and arguments from any available source. So, a person that is very knowledgeable of Torah, uh, let's say a Talmid HaHam, this is what these great rabbis have to, to confront, have to know that the Yetzar Hara is always trying to bring them down. They cannot be so sure of themselves. You know, when a baby is born, there's an oath administered to him where, where it says, be righteous and not be wicked. And if the whole world tells you that you're righteous, consider yourself wicked. What does this mean? It's not to bring you down and make you feel bad. It's to make you understand that Be righteous and not be wicked. We come to this world to choose to be righteous and not be wicked. This is our choice. This is our free will. But even though the whole world tells you that you're a righteous person, be careful. Be careful, because you know everybody can fall. We're not made of um, of, of stone. We can we can break very easily. So what the Rabbi Pakuda is telling us here is that we have to be careful. Uh, here he's talking about very learned people, very spiritually elevated people, uh, but this applies to us normal people too. It also applies to us because as much as we know, the Yetzer Hara is always gonna be uh, there trying to bring us down and try to bring confusion into our heads and make us see the world in a different way. So if you can think clearly and have a strong grasp of the art of demonstration and the methods of defending a position in the course of a debate or a disputation, you will catch the various flaws in the arguments and the proofs of your evil inclination. So you know, uh, the truth will be clear to you. So if you're a person that understands the machinations of the Yetzerhara, you're going to be able to pinpoint them anytime that doubt comes into your head concerning Torah it is the evil inclination that's your Yetzir Hara trying to take you to another place so if however your mind is not capable of this the evil inclinations persuasive power over you will be all the much stronger and this is why uh, a person needs to always have a Rebbe needs to always have a Rabbi a mentor, a mashpia, a, a Rebetzin, we always need to have someone else in which we can go and say you know I learned this but I, I don't know I'm thinking this other way the Torah teaches me this but I don't know I'm confused it, 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 in my head is telling me something else and then you can discuss it with your mashpia, with your Rebbe and really work on it because in reality it's your yetzer hara trying to take hold of you and trying to take you to the other other side so when it has overpowered you and rules you with the help and assistance of the intellect the intellect is a is a partner in crime here which it deceives and deludes with falsehood in the guise of valued argument the evil inclination will move you from this level which is close to the truth and where falsehood remains concealed to the next level where there is less truth and more falsehood. So one must be very careful because the more to the, false, the more you fall into the falsehood, the less truth you're going to have. And it takes you, it, it absorbs you. You have to be very, very careful. And your intelligence will become an evil for you you know that's terrible your wisdom is gonna be a poison instead of being uh, um, something that is elevating you it's gonna bring you down so it's it is said that wisdom when used in the right way is a remedy for every ill but if one veers of course with it it becomes a disease and it spreads through the entire body so for which there is no antidote or cure So hence the Torah is compared to fire as it says, it's not my word like fire. You know, fire, the element of fire is a very interesting element. Because fire can be super productive or it can be super destructive. If you're cold, you can light a chimney inside of your house and you're gonna warm the house. If you wanna cook food, you need to light up the stove and the fire will cook food for you. If you want to, uh, hot water, it will boil the water for you. It's incredible fire. But if you let fire out of, 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 of the boundary where it should be, you can burn a whole city. So this is the power of fire. So what it's saying here His the Torah is compared to fire. As it says, it's not my word like fire, for like fire it enlightens the eyes with its light. As it says, God's commandment is pure enlightenment, enlightening in the eyes. Your word is a lamp to my feet and a light on my path. But it burns with its flame whoever turns off its path. So we must be careful. We have to know how to use our powers we must use them for good so be careful therefore not to stay stray in your step from the way of the fathers and the paths of the early ones into justifiable innovations relying only on your mind consulting on your own opinion and following only on your own conjecture do not contradict the views that they teach you For there can be no idea that occurs to you of which they had not already thought and weighed its consequences, both positive and negative. And you may recognize the positive in a certain opinion at its initial stage while the negative consequences at its final stage remain hidden from you. So as the wise one said, do not move back the world's boundary. Don't play with that don't don't touch the boundaries some people say no that's from the rabbis that's ancient um, you know like for example the mechitza. the mechitza, when there's a, a party there's a wedding they put a mechitza, they put a, a partition men dance on one side the women dance on the other side this is from the rabbis this is from the rabbis they decided that it's, it's, it's healthy to put men in one side and women on the other side and you know what happens when you, when you take that boundary? Sadly, many women end up with the, uh, friends and husbands. And it happens. It's very common. So it, it, what it's telling us here is don't fear away from the path. Don't fear. If the, if the rabbis put these boundaries, it's to protect the Torah. And it is to protect you. So there is a type of a person who considers himself pure but is not cleansed of his filth. And there is a type who curses his father, and the eye that mocks a father. So if, so what it's saying here is that a person that veers from his father's teachings, that veers from the Torah, eh, will at the end eh, end up in a very bad place. So I wish you a blessed week, and remember, live a little higher. Thank you.